0: Amen. It's great to be in the house of the Lord this morning. If you have your Bibles, please please turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 61. There is and always has been an attack on praise. A plot against it, a warring against it, an assault, a storming against the saint that's praising, against the home that's praising, and against the church that's praising. An attack on praise, and until the day of Christ's return, the attack will continue. The enemy of our souls uses many things to attack the praise of God's children to attack the praise of sons and daughters, to shut the mouths of God's children, to muzzle the mouths, to get the hands hanging down, and to bind the feet. The enemy attacks the praise of God's people and yet there is an answer to deal with the attack of Satan. Isaiah 61 verses one to three, Console those who mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Poverty. Brokenheartedness. Captivity. Captivity. Mourning, heaviness. What's the answer? The proclamation of good tidings, the preaching of good tidings, a healing of the heart, the declaration of liberty, the comfort of Christ, the oil of joy, the garment of praise. You know, if we look at just one of these this morning, we know full well that the enemy uses heaviness to stop our praising. He'll endeavor to use the whole list, but he uses heaviness to stop our praising. And the Lord has a cure. And even a preventative. Watchman Nee said these words, this is a fact. But Satan does not attack just prayer. He also attacks the praise of God's children. Whenever we praise, Satan flees. Therefore, Satan hates our praising the most. He will use all his strength to stop our praising. Heaviness. What's the answer? The answer is put on the garment of praise. Heaviness comes as a cloak, a shroud, a dark and heavy cloak. You say, well, just take it off. That's got to fix the problem, if it were only that simple. We may think that that would be the answer, and yet the Word of God gives us the fix. The only way to get rid of the spirit of heaviness is to put on the garment of praise, to put on praise. Praise. The very thing, heaviness, has come to stop, to halt, and to kill. And there is a way to keep heaviness at bay. A life of continual praising, where we are constantly putting on the garment of praise and keeping ourselves clothed in it. Just as one would pray without ceasing, so too we praise without ceasing. The Amplified Bible reads, the garment expressive of praise instead of a heavy burdened and failing spirit. The new century version, clothes of praise to replace their spirit of sadness. Give us a new wardrobe, Lord. The Passion Translation, the mantle of joyous praise instead of a spirit of heaviness. And the Voice Bible, to wrap them in victory, joy, and praise instead of depression and sadness. We know full well that we are called to stir ourselves up in the most holy faith. And yet those times when we feel like we can't even manage to put on the garment of praise. It's in these times and in these moments that we need to cry out to the anointed one, Jesus. For he has been sent, and indeed he comes to give unto his people the garment of praise. Listen to the word. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me. Sent to do what? To heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. Is anybody mourning in the house today? To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. We need the ministry of the anointed one upon our lives. We so desperately need the ministry of Jesus. Psalm 30, verses 11 and 12, You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness, joy, joyfulness, and rejoicing. To the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. An attack on praise. The enemy hates a praising saint. Would love to muzzle a praising son, a praising daughter. To bind the feet. Clothe them in heaviness so that the hands hang down. Passion translation, then he broke through and transformed all my wailing into a whirling dance of ecstatic praise. He has torn the veil and lifted me from the sad heaviness of mourning. He wrapped me in the glory garments of gladness. How could I be silent when it's time to praise you? Now my heart sings out loud, bursting with joy, a bliss inside that keeps me singing. I can never thank you enough. so worthy of our praise. Words that I've shared before, Chaplain Merlin R. Carruthers in his book, Prison to Praise, wrote, why is it that some can be going through the most trying trial and yet have radical joy? The answer, their eyes are fixed on Jesus not on the circumstance. He shares in his book about a vision God gave him. And in this vision, a ladder of praise. He writes, the brightest sunshine below the cloud is the light many Christians live in and accept as normal. The ladder is a ladder of praising me. Many try to climb and learn to praise me in all things. At first, they are very eager. But when they get into things that they don't understand, they become confused and cannot hold on. They lose faith and go sliding back. As they fall, they injure other people who have been hoping to find a way to live in continual joy and praise. Those who make it through... Those difficult times reach a new world and realize that the life they once thought of as normal cannot be compared to the life I have prepared for those who praise me and believe that I carefully watch over them. He who reaches the light of the heavenly kingdom can walk on top of difficulties no matter how dark they seem. As long as he keeps his eyes off the problem and on my victory in Christ... No matter how difficult it may seem to trust me to work in every detail of your life, keep clinging to the ladder of praise and move upwards. Is there an attack on your praise today? A specific attack on your life of praise? Your expression of praise? You know, there are days when the sky is free of clouds. And there are days when there are a few clouds in the sky. And there are days when there are many clouds in the sky. And yeah, there are those days of sheer overcast. And we look to the things that seem to bring rays of light. Some normal sunshine. But I have a suggestion to make today. It's a way to start every day. It's a confession to start off every day. A confession before we climb out of bed. It's a way to start climbing before our feet ever hit the ground. Psalm 118, 24. This is the day the Lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it. An attack on praise. Lord, as I wake up this morning, we're going to set things right. (laughs) Right off the bat. When our eyes open in the morning, we know much of what lies ahead for that particular day. And yet, there are things that we know not of. And before our feet hit the ground, we can choose rejoicing and gladness through it all. The New Century Version, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad today. The NLV, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us be full of joy and be glad in it. This is the day you have made, Lord, a day designed by you. And so I'm going to choose to rejoice. It is a choice. I'm going to choose to be glad today, Lord. I'm putting on the garment of praise right now. It's going to carry me throughout the day when I feel that garment slipping, I'm going to take a few moments and turn to praise. Just tighten it up a little bit. If this day is a day fashioned by the Lord, our Lord that does all things well, I ask, how could we not sing? How could we not rejoice? How could we not praise Him and thank Him? Nobody asking throughout the day. Hey, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed this morning? No, no, rather, did you float out of bed this morning? And you say, no, I didn't float out of bed, but I climbed out of bed via the ladder of praise. Psalm 107, verses 1 to 3, O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered out of the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Verses 8 and 9, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Would our days be different if we started climbing the ladder of praise before our feet ever hit the ground? Psalm 50, verse 23, whoever offers praise glorifies me. And to him who orders his conduct aright, I will show the salvation of God. The message paraphrase reads, it's the praising life that honors me. As soon as you set your foot on the way, I'll show you my salvation. And you know what? Even if our days aren't much different, one thing is sure. We will be different. No matter how many clouds there are in the sky, we will be different. Imagine if we all got up tomorrow morning and before we even got out of bed, we started praising the Lord. I don't know what your pattern is in the morning. Imagine if we started off the day declaring that it's the day the Lord has made. We started rejoicing and being glad in those moments. Purposing and making a decision to continue that pattern all day long. 2 Corinthians 2.14, now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. And through us, diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. If we wake up, ah, another day, God, why'd you wake me up? Start lifting off, listing off our problems and all the things we're gonna face, and pretty soon we clothe ourselves in heaviness before we even get out of bed. And then we wonder, how do we fix this? Because it's just a struggle all day long. You know the world. The world can, can smell the fragrance of Christ. When a saint is praising, when a saint is rejoicing, when a saint is glad, how can you be glad today? Have you seen the weather outside? How can you be glad today? Look at the problems we're having at work. How can you be glad today? Look at how we just got treated by that customer. How can you be glad today somebody ripped you off? It's a choice. It's the greatest way of life. Psalm 22, verse 3 You are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. You know, I'd suggest today that we put on the garment of praise early in the day and keep ourselves clothed in it all day long, that His majesty would be enthroned upon our praises, inhabiting our praises. We rise and we start climbing the ladder before our feet ever hit the ground. And then we go about our day thanking the Lord and praising the Lord through it all. And when that day that the Lord has made comes to a close, let the garment of praise carry you through the night. Let it carry you through the night that when you wake up, you're already singing the song of the Lord. When you wake up, his praise is already on your lips. You don't go to bed focusing on other things. You focus on the Lord. You take time and you fold into his presence and let that spirit of praise carry you through the night. Psalm 63, verses 1 to 10. Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I've looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. Because you have been my help, therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek my life to destroy it, Shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. You know, I want to ask this morning, are you up for a new routine? And it's a personal decision. Lord, I'm going to wake up in the morning. And I'm going to start to bless you. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Praising you, Lord, exalting you, giving you all the glory. The Passion Translation reads, How I love and praise you. God, daily I will worship you passionately. And with all my heart, see, praise isn't just something that happens on Sunday morning, this is corporate praise. But we need to clothe ourselves every day. My arms will wave to you like banners of praise. I will I overflow with praise when I come before you. For the anointing of your presence satisfies me like nothing else. You are such a rich banquet of pleasure to my soul. I lie awake each night thinking of you and reflecting on how you help me like a father. I sing through the night under the splendor shadow. Offering up to you my songs of delight and joy. With passion I pursue and cling to you. Because I feel your grip on my life, I keep my soul close to your heart. Those words I shared from Watchman Knee, this is a fact. Satan does not attack just prayer. Listen, there is an attack on prayer. Satan does not just attack prayer, he also attacks the praise of God's children. Whenever we praise, Satan flees, therefore Satan hates our praising the most. He will use all his strength to stop our praising. Is there an attack on your praise? a specific attack on your praise, a plot against it. You feel the assault, the warring, the battle against it, the enemy using poverty, brokenheartedness, captivity, mourning, the heaviness. To muzzle you, to get the arms and the hands hanging down low, to bind the feet. Captivity. Remember Paul and Silas? In captivity, what were they doing? The very thing the enemy hates <laughs> praying and praising. In prison, bound. What were they doing? Well, surely they had a reason in that moment to not rejoice and to not be glad. But no, they put on the garment of prayer and the garment of praise. And the Lord opened the prison doors. Chains hit the ground, not only their chains, but the chains of all the prisoners Back to Isaiah 61 and the message. The Spirit of God, the Master, is on me. Because God anointed me. He sent me to preach good news to the poor. Heal the brokenhearted. Can have the worship team return today. Announce freedom to all captives. Pardon all prisoners. God sent me to announce the year of his grace, a celebration of God's destruction of our enemies, and to comfort all who mourn, to care for the needs of all who mourn in Zion, give them bouquets of roses instead of ashes, messages of joy instead of news of doom, a praising heart instead of a languid spirit. Would you make a decision today to start climbing the ladder of praise? Make a decision today to fight against the attack of the enemy rather than just letting it happen and just taking it and trying to manage? Get through another day, can't wait until this day's over, maybe tomorrow. There'll be less clouds in the sky. In those times when you feel like you can't praise, those moments, those seasons, we know that there's always a reason to praise, but when we feel weak. In those times, we need to call on Jesus. We need to call on Jesus, the anointed one. We need to welcome the ministry of Jesus, invoke the ministry of Jesus, cry out that he would come and touch us, that he would come and clothe us in the garment of praise. Start climbing the ladder of praise. Listen, even if it's one rung at a time, start climbing. Don't stop. Don't fall back. Are you in a season right now you've stopped climbing? You've fallen back. You once were so eager, so very eager to climb the ladder of praise, but you've gotten into some things that you can't understand. Some situations and circumstances and An attack on the flesh, an attack on your health, an attack on your business, an attack on your home, an attack on whatever it might be, and the enemy is seeking to use it. To get you so down that you got no song anymore. To stop you from praising because he knows that that's where the breakthrough is. That that's where the freedom is. That's where the joy is. That's where the power is. That's where the miracle is. So he wants to use it. Keep the hands hanging down low. Nothing flowing from our lips. to bind our feet. Luke 19.40, but he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. The J.B. Phillips New Testament, I tell you that if They kept quiet. The very stones in the road would burst out cheering. we got a lot of stones in our road right now. The voice, if they were silent, the very rocks would start to shout. You know, we used to sing an old song. We sang it often. Ain't no rock going to cry in my place. As long as I'm alive, I'll glorify his holy name. Further words from Chaplain Carruthers. There is a ladder of praise, and I believe that everyone without exception can begin to praise God right now in whatever situation they may find themselves in. For our praise to reach the perfection God wants for us, it needs to be free of any thoughts of reward. Praise is not another way of bargaining with the Lord. We don't say... Now we praised you. We praised you in the middle of the mess, so get us out of it. Praising God with a pure heart means we must let God cleanse our hearts from impure motives and hidden designs. We have to experience the dying to self so that we can live again in Christ in newness of mind and spirit. Dying to self is a progressive journey, and I have come to believe it is traveled only through praise. God is calling us to praise Him, and the highest form of praise is the one Paul exhorts us to give in Hebrews 13, 15. By Christ, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. The sacrifice of praise is offered when all is darkness around us. It is offered of a heavy heart unto God because he is God and Father and Lord. As we begin to praise, as we begin to praise him on whatever step of the ladder we may be, his Holy Spirit begins to fill our beings more and more. To continually praise him means a steady decreasing of self and an increase of the presence of Christ within us. Until with Peter we rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. You know, church, whatever step of the ladder we are on, let's take another step. Let's climb. Look up. And the Holy Ghost will come and fill your life. Look up. Climb. You know, the anointed one Jesus is here today. Today that he is made, and today I want to declare in this place good tidings to the poor. We speak in line with the word that there is a healing of the brokenhearted, liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to those who are bound, comfort for those who are mourning, beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He's so worthy of our praise. He's so worthy. This is the day that you have made, Lord. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And when you wake up on Monday morning, uh, another Monday, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. You wake up on Tuesday, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice in it. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's a pattern for all days, church. It's a pattern for all days. You know, the world needs this example, and the world needs of praising people. Because there's a lot of people out there just trying to make it through each day, the heaviness of the world, the weight of the world upon their shoulders. And isn't it true that a praising saint, full of joy and rejoicing, lightens the load? It's like a healing that flows. And as we praise and we continue to praise, I believe that things fall off. Chains fall off. I think of Paul and Silas again, you know, those other prisoners, it doesn't say they were all saved. And so the Lord came down and opened all the doors and took all the chains off the prisoners. Something happened because of two men, because two men said, Here we are in captivity. Everybody else is singing prison songs. We're going to write some new ones. Declare the praises of our God. Let's stand in this place today.